So, uh, you guys see the game last night? That's a cold <laughs> little thing. It's really funny. I love you. Welcome to the Late Late Capitalism Show. I'm Megan. Folks, I'm Dean. Hello. It's Jesse. A little bit of bonus content for you today. A nice little quick hit as a companion piece to our uh, long and truly adventurous uh, stream on the night of the election itself, or the first night of the election, I guess. Yeah. No, we're welcome uh, to the third day of election month. Yes. <laughs> um, before we get into all that jazz, I have two... Uh, local stories so for all you kingstonians out there one they're filming a hit teen tv series downtown right now so that's very exciting sus uh yeah mm, they're they're turning kingston into bath england but not uh modern or sorry not old bath because we look old just like regular bath england because our city looks pretty old and i guess they didn't want to go to england so that was As, no one should that's totally that's fair that's what was being set up in market square because i was working down there the other night and i was like i don't understand what's going on yeah here. there was, there was a, a lot bunch of construction okay. yeah well there's okay. lots of so if you want uh, an autograph from a c-list teen celebrity they will be there in in their little vans. Uh, very exciting. Second bit of local news from the Whig Standard. They have an Ask Amy column. Very funny. Generally, this one. Ask Amy. Woman wonders if family dog is racist. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, however, the woman writing it is black and was like, this dog is legit racist to me. And then they answer and they're like, uh, he's probably just mean. But also because you look different, he could be extra mean. It was like, oof. So anyway, yeah. They have a racist dog. That's oh, that. We got to call the Do cops we... on that dog. <laughs> oh, God. That, now, that is a difficult prospect. Is it bad if a black person calls the police on a racist dog? Because I feel yeah. like... That is... I know. have to do, like, woke trigonometry to figure yeah. that out. Uh, do we know what breed of dog that is? Is it, like, a pit bull? Um, they used this stock photo of a Jack Russell Terrier, so I don't <laughs> The know. most racist <laughs> of the dogs. Do the dog from Frasier. <laughs> yeah. This is his fall from grace. After Frasier ended, he got with a bad crowd. He started doing, like, H straight into his little dog veins. And it's now, not good. Now he's just very racist. He yeah. relocated to Kingston to try and, you know, Jack Russell's the, the canine supremacist of the dog world for sure. Jack we've got issues <laughs> jack russell is also the name of my wrestling friend who does the human dog gimmick <laughs> i don't like looks that. like a serial killer I'll, I'll send you a photo later it's legitimately one of the most terrifying things i've ever heard of to, like uh, no, what we need is like a sort of buddy cop movie they've already done like buddy cop dog movie where like the buddy yeah, is a dog turner and hooch but, yeah exactly but the thing is, like, they don't really like each other because he's a guy who doesn't like dogs and he's a dog and he likes to work on his own. But they bond over their shared racism. Oh, uh, and then, like, they like, oh, you get it. <laughs> and then they, like, I don't know, stop the cartel. Yeah, it would be like the cartel. It would be yeah. MS-13 if it yeah. was Oh, today. yeah, for sure. No. I mean, technically. I'm thinking of, like, Fast and Furious 2 style. Anyway, Where folks, uh, this, this show, <laughs> this show uh, is, is not safe for work. 
Uh, so, uh, you know, you've been warned about uh, all sorts of uh, colorful language. But speaking of colorful language, we've got red states and we got blue states. The two colors. Yeah, the two colors that there are. I know there's at least three. There's at least three <laughs> colors trying to trick me. Uh, yes, so since we last spoke... I would like to say there's been major developments, but that's not necessarily true. But there have been developments, mm-hmm. mostly since we last spoke at around 1 a.m. on Wednesday morning. Uh, some key states have begun flipping from Trump to Biden. And Namely, Wisconsin Wisconsin and Michigan. and Michigan, which occurred about, I want to say, 10 hours after we went off the air. It was around like noon. Things yeah. started to percolate, uh, which has completely changed the electoral math and has made Things all but impossible for Trump to get to 270. Yeah. But Biden can still very much blow it if Nevada, which is rapidly changing. It's, like, it's basically whoever gets Nevada wins at this point, right? Yes. Because the all the other states that are undecided are going Trump, but like that's not enough seats to get you there. That being said, though, Pennsylvania and Georgia might also flip. Like Georgia, the lead is 13,000 votes for Trump, and there's like 55,000 votes left to count. And they're mostly from cities. I think it's 51,000 and 13,000 vote lead. And it's mostly from like Fulton and like The counting is so slow. Like I didn't know there was that much left to count. It's mostly just the big city votes. Like the rural townships are really quick because you get them to the precinct office. You're like, okay, great. Pretty much done night of. But like the big metropolitan areas, especially with how intentionally poorly they're drawn up for the sake of gerrymandering. Yeah, and having one polling station for like a city of 300,000 people. the (laughs) Pennsylvania like attorney, I don't know was the attorney general i think it was one of the state uh, legislators was like joe biden is going to win pennsylvania based on our projections wow. and if that happens he's at 253 currently if he wins pennsylvania he, yeah th- he that's wins. the ball game uh, uh, but nevada but, mostly latino might actually go trump which is hilarious to think of it's for a so light blue reasons. on the maps right now but it's like the, so. there's 14 percent remaining and it's like a 0.6 difference between the two of them yeah that's it, stressing me out it's important to say folks uh, we are recording this thursday afternoon on the 5th uh, so things can change wildly from then. Yeah, this, we tried to. This airs yeah. tonight. And who yeah, this knows airs if tonight. Any of this will be exactly. <laughs> we we tried to wait uh, as long as we could before we recorded, so we would have something salient to say, which we still do. Yeah, it's not necessarily. Oh yeah, about the math. So but we have something senile to say. <laughs> we do. So a lot of our discussion on the night, well, the first night of the election, was talking about how even if Trump doesn't win he can still steal the election because, you know, Biden without yeah. a crushing landslide doesn't have the protection. I'm still in that boat right now. Like, as far as I'm concerned, Biden with 270 is Biden losing. Now, I was until this piece of breaking information that came out, I want to say, two or three hours ago, which is Trump saying that if he loses, he's going to run again in 2024. Now, it's important that not only Trump said that, but his campaign officials have yes. said that. People who actually uh, matter. Oh, I thought you guys were shocked about that because you you were thinking he doesn't want to be president and you were like shocked that he wants to rerun. But you're saying you're shocked because you're thinking he won't steal the election he'll just say okay i lost and then try again Here's later what i'm thinking i'm thinking he knows that the gop doesn't really want to support him but have been kind of helpless to do so because the gop ultimately the majority of their base want like neocon stuff or they yeah. just want like tax cuts and like they want a lot wars, of the washington yeah. sickos want wars essentially 
the GOP has a Trump problem, but it's not the way the liberal media portrays it, where it's like, oh, their Trump problem is that they've let a racist into their party because their party is literally entirely based on racism. (laughs) No, the Trump problem they have is they have someone in there that they can't completely control. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of what he's done is very much GOP playbook, and they've gotten a lot of what they've wanted, specifically the judiciary packing state, municipal, and, of course, the Supreme Court with all manner of, like, lunatics and fucking freaks. That's great. That's what they wanted. The other big thing they got was the tax cut. That was way back in 2017, Mm. but that was a major thing. That being said... And the complete gutting of the EPA. Exactly. But there's one area where they have not got what they wanted, and this might be the biggest one. They haven't gotten their war. Yeah. And you know they've wanted it. Iran has gone relatively unscathed these last four years. They wanted it so bad. And Trump, maybe it's an actual genuine populist instinct. Maybe it's just because he's a bored man child and doesn't care but he doesn't really want to do these like excursions into venezuela which they tried and immediately he gave up on he's like they were losers <laughs> all of his like fucking dumb steroid guerrilla forces got captured by fishermen on the first day <laughs> so cool and then iran it's like they killed Qasim Soleimani, but even that was expressed at the time as like oh i can't believe he actually did that and then immediately he like pulled back from it mm. because he got pushed back people were like what the fuck, man? And he's like, why don't they like me? I thought people were going to like me if I did this. Mm. So it's like the neocons, which are still a big deciding factor on the upper tier of the party. Now, it's important to note that a lot of the base are Trump people, like hooting, braying chuds, but they aren't really the decision makers. It's still like the Bush and neocon order that determine a lot of the GOP's policies, and they just either sell it to their fan base or some of them agree with it. But with Trump, they can't get the final third of their pie. And I think they also realize now that it's not really worth it. Well, that's the thing. They got everything they wanted from him. He's now technically to the party elite expendable, but to his base, like, like I, yeah, essential. This is what I was, I was talking to my mom about this, actually. But just the, the obviously, like, lots of politicians have, like, cults of personality or whatever. But there's so many people, like, obsessed with him as a man yeah. so much. Like, it's. It's like a social fan club kind of thing. It's like liking a celebrity and then all your friends like the celebrity and you get to hang out and like just talk about this person all the time. Like I was seeing a bunch of tweets about like on election day, there were a bunch of Trump people like blocking highways and doing yes. big like car parades yeah. together and everything. And folks, you never so. see fans of David Foster Wallace doing this shit. That's all I wanted to say anyway. And um, everyone was saying like, okay, yeah, like people like Republican politicians, but like they have not done this ever before. So I honestly feel like the Republican base now, like what are they going to do if Trump is not there? And that's the thing. <laughs> and I think what the party's elite were doing is they saw like the writing on the wall and they're like, okay, we're going to just essentially leave it cut and dry because even some of like the states where he's ordering legal action have been like no there's no basis for us to you know halt the counts or do a recount and i think the gop are like more than happy to just cut him loose and that's why him saying i'll just run again in 2024 is disastrous for the gop if he ran mm. again would he have to run in the republican primary again so or he, would he, he has just his like pick be the, the nominee so here's the thing i know that they would have to forego the primary and here's why because if they run people against him in that primary, he is going to ruin the career of like their hot shots. Because look at what happened to the 2016 crowd. Now, not all these people lost like Jim. state office, but they are completely unviable. Oh, as yeah, national eviscerated. Can. You can argue that yeah. Ted Cruz almost lost Texas because he ran against Donald Trump, and Donald Trump just a just made a fool of him, exposed how much of like a fucking pussy he is. 
of like this man who you insulted you called his wife ugly you said his father was like involved in the jfk assassination and then he came to work for you to like yeah phone yeah bank. and then he was phone banking for you and like <laughs> he nearly lost to fucking beto o'rourke of all people <laughs> like by our, he won by like a small small margin yeah jeb bush completely like non-factor he has been the bush name is essentially excised what was from history. Jeb before? he was a governor oh oh yeah. wow and he was like see up until Trump, he was actually seen as the front runner for the GOP. Yeah, no, I, everyone thought that he had in the back. Bush too. Yeah, it was the exclamation mark that put him over the edge. And he was so thoroughly humiliated and like destroyed that his, like the Bush name has been retroactively damaged. Even though they're trying to rehabilitate George, it's like no, the Bush non-starter, just not a factor anymore. Yeah, I, I think like Rubio. Bush Bush people as a political dynasty. I can't see a Bush like really rising through the ranks of the GOP There's none for of like them the next like. There's none of them left. Yeah, <laughs> they're all like that's it. Like Jeb was the final fucking squirt well, of shit. Well, they had kids, don't they? Yeah, but none of them are gonna have a chance because mm. they're gonna be like, oh, I look at maybe your like stupid twenty uncle. years from now. Is Jeb's full name Jebediah? I actually don't know. Like Jebediah Springfield, I think yeah. after him. Well, the Bush family couldn't spell that far. <laughs> uh, Sterling Bush, famous Nazi, by the way. You can look that up for yourself. No, his name is John. Boo. Okay. Coward. Well, still, Marco Rubio, eviscerated. Like, now he has his secret family in Florida. Like, done. If the GOP runs their next crop of, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, Cotton. Josh Hawley. I don't even think Tom Cotton has it because he has no charisma. Josh yeah. Hawley, I feel like, was their best bet, other than John Taffer, who has said he might run for president. That would be so cool. I would love to see a John yeah. Taffer, Donald Trump debate. That would be the only <laughs> the only viable challenge. He's the Bar Rescue guy. Oh, we're going to watch Bar Rescue together sometime. We watched Bar Rescue, you and that I. That man? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Get rid that of be it. great? Tear it down. So, essentially, if they do a primary, he's going to essentially kill the younglings for the GOP party <laughs> and like leave them barren. I like yeah, I I can totally see like GOP politics devolving into do you like to watch NBC or do you like to watch Spike? Yeah. Like th- those are your options. Spike really was about 10 years too like ahead of its time. If I know. it came out today it'd be like this is the Trump network. I know. But that's the other thing though is Spike based used on to air Star Wars for free that like is true. every week that it is was true. sick but then they would start getting later and the ads used to get more and more inappropriate <laughs> and I would literally shut my eyes and go under a blanket during every ad break so I was like I don't want to see boobs this is horrible uh, anyway yeah no I would do that too <laughs> that being said it depends on which form of Trump we get if we get like late election cycle Trump pre-COVID where he's just like yes Nick we're going to talk about taxation like very boring he would actually probably lose to John Taffer. If we get COVID steroids, Trump, yeah. like it, it'd be over. And here's the thing that's the problem for the GOP is no matter what in 2024 they're going to win, it actually didn't matter who they ran because Biden and Harris are completely inert forces and they're inheriting a disastrous economy and a still plague-infected country. Mm. So you know that they're not going to be able to get anything accomplished. They're yeah. not really all that. And another reason why the GOP, like, even though they very easily could steal this for Trump, it would not be hard. They don't. Wh- why would you want to be caught exactly. in this? Yeah. They've just, already got what they Yeah, want. they got exactly what they wanted. Just like, oh, like, just fade away in the background. N- now, their base obviously wants to win to continue to make liberals cry. But the exactly. Party elite yeah. don't really care about and that, making that, liberals this cry. This is the beautiful dichotomy. This is, this is populist politics, baby. We love to see it. Well, it's, it's, it's what is more important, you know, unending wars ensuring complete uh, domination of the courts, brutal austerity, or owning lips. These two things, you just have, you have to weigh these two options. And, and I, it, I don't know. I don't know what they care about more. 
compare it as well with the Democrat Party, where you have the complete inverse, where you have the party elite that don't care about policy but care about appearances, and you have the vast majority of their supporters being like, please give us universal health care. Please do something to address this. Like, the GOP elite only care about policy and don't care about optics. Yeah. Whereas their fan base only really cares about making liberals cry. They care about the optics of the politics of spite. Yeah. Like, Democrats, G- GOP, like, uh, bigwigs care about optics in that they need optics in order to win i don't even necessarily think that's true anymore because they're happy to like cheat and do voter fraud it's that's just, true it's just like they don't because their whole brand is now i guess like, yeah if you look at romney like they yeah, yeah. they don't give a shit about optics it's I just would, that trump is like the perfect vehicle yeah, like, for like their cultural culture war and shit. mcconnell said it in the past like our goal is to deny barack obama a second term like it's been very clear since then that there there is no real need for optics because yeah and that, that's to be fair, fuck optics. You don't need it. All that matters is you get your goals accomplished, and you cannot argue that Mitch McConnell is probably the most effective politician of the last 60 years Yeah, because he's gotten everything he's wanted. He's still a piece of shit, and he's slowly dying. He's got necrotic hands He's now. melting. That's it's how true. he's going to mm-hmm. die. He's going to be so a puddle sick. on the his, floor. His awful little turtle piece. Yeah, it's like, it's like the scene in uh, Indiana Jones, the first Indiana Jones. Uh, yeah, when they uh, open the ark. Where they open the ark, but it's happening over the course of like 90 <laughs> years. Yeah. You just is. watch that transpire. He's pretty horrible. He's actually got uh, transracial hands. He has black <laughs> hands now. Like His hands have completely transformed colors. It's like he's, he's he doing like has been cursed by some like medieval witch. <laughs> yeah, he's, and which, to be fair, he looks like a child that was just made to rapidly <laughs> yeah. age. So it's very possible. Uh, also, in terms of other results, the Senate is tied right now. Yeah, and the Democrats disaster. also won the House. So that's exciting. So you know what a funny thing about the Senate race is? Uh, the person put in charge of the Democrat, well, both the take, mostly the House, but also the Senate, like their take back super PAC. Uh, Robbie Mook was like a major figure in the Hillary 2016 campaign. And despite running the most disastrous campaign in presidential history, was now given, oh, okay, we'll put him in charge of taking back the House for a blue wave, which he just narrowly did. It wasn't a wave. It was mm-hmm. a fucking trickle of piss. <laughs> this motherfucker keeps falling upwards. The fucking most fortunate man. His name is literally Robbie Mook. Yeah. What kind? Yeah, here's my cousin, Tony Idiot, to run the fucking <laughs> Democratic Party. Like, what are you thinking? <laughs> okay, so what are the GOP going to do about Trump? Well, let me offer you an alternative. This is something... Dean and I had a breakthrough. Yeah, this, yeah, time. this was we uh, uh, we tuned into the static in but in between the radio frequencies in order to hear these coded messages. So, the best possible path for the GOP moving forward, if everything maintains and Trump officially loses the election before he runs for re-election in 2024, and this I'm going to give you a rough time period for in which this would happen. We know the primary chat usually starts about 18 months, maybe two years before the election. You can make a solid case two years. That's when they start asking, okay, who's in, who's out, and they start building up the momentum. Towards the end of 2021, if the GOP want to get everything they want, they need to kill Donald Trump. <laughs> and I want you to hear me out here. I, I read your messages yes. in the chat. I'm, I'm sort of on board with because what you're thinking. they essentially have a get-out-of-jail-free card where they could kill him. They could do, as he said, like, shoot him in the middle of the street yeah. with a million witnesses. And it could be, like, it could be some gigantic cop wearing, like, antifa outfit where like his massive steroid arms are bursting from the black mm. hoodie and his fucking fat neck is sticking out of the mask and he could be like, i'm antifa yeah and he's got like a still with her it, badge it and that's says, all I they love need antifa and he's on, got, yeah. on the shirt he's got the heavy's gun from tf2 <laughs> he could murder donald trump in the streets and the gop can be like this was a left-wing attack yeah. on america's most beloved political figure and like 
Oh, it it would be perfect. That like a Democrat would not win the presidency. A Democrat would not win the Senate. No, it would uh, be over. Yeah, it would be over for like the next like 20, 30 years. You would have the shining scene. You would yeah. have that level of a red wave passing through all levels of government because you would then keep a base that is only energized by Trump energized in the absence of trump in the memory yeah. of like, trump we we've like joked about like oh haha ha, like baron's gonna be like the king of the ashes of the empire if if they kill donald trump baron trump will become <laughs> king of america baron will be the next level ted kennedy <laughs> where and like hope because uh, and it wouldn't even take his brother dying like with ted it wouldn't take like another death like with ted kennedy where it was both john and robert because nobody cares about don jr or eric yeah like, no, they're, they're tertiary characters yeah. you could kill ivanka and that'd probably get that as well mm-hmm. but donald trump could either be killed in public or they could epstein him or you know like he yeah. dies in his hit house. him with a heart attack gun hit him with the heart attack gun they could poison his mcdoubles like because you know he, yeah any number of things <laughs> exactly although he has don jr taste his food now I imagine, so. <laughs> don, out of the dog dish donnie it's so good why don't you have a bite first <laughs> just to tell me how good it is but they they will kill donald trump and this is like a McConnell move. Like this now, the only barrier to this is the fact the CIA is perhaps the most incompetent it has ever Who been. Who would go to jail? Who would they blame they, the murderer? They don't need to. They can just matter. send somebody to Grassy jail. Grassy Knoll, baby. But who? It doesn't matter. Like they could literally <laughs> yeah. take anybody. Like a bartender from that town. They like could it, be it AOC. literally. Do- yeah. <laughs> They're gonna frame AOC. <laughs> yeah, when we were investigating the scene, I caught the scent of a woman's yeah. pheromones. <laughs> it I it was a. Sh- I, I I did the the ballistics. This was a feminine style gun. That's right. There were several bears in the area informing me that the attacker was ovulating at the time <laughs> god like they, they it could literally be anybody it's like anybody could kill donald trump it does not matter it could literally be anyone it won't matter they'll either go to jail and get rubbed off in jail which happens all the time mm-hmm. and also get killed rubbed off means they're just gonna get <laughs> jail. and then that's they're gonna be like oh he killed himself uh for the shame of killing america's oh, favorite oh, press yeah and why wouldn't you and, but and no like the, the specter like to martyr Trump and to turn him into this like this figure of like you know this American standard of exceptionalism and greatness and not being a pussy and you know in infusing all of republicanness with him like his energy becomes the GOP's zeitgeist and they'd be fucking unstoppable they actually would add him to Mount Rushmore like that would be one of the policies. Yeah. Where they'd be like, No, they would. We have a special laser designed to carve this. They rock. would carve his face into the goddamn moon. That's right. Like it would be so perfect for them because they could maintain the energy and then have a completely controllable candidate in place. And who do the Democrats have after Joe Biden? Realistically. Do you think Pete? Pete. <laughs> America is not ready for Pete Buttigieg, and they never will be. Until AOC becomes eligible to be president. That, How old is she? I don't know, like 30-something? Yeah. She's got like she, eight more years or something? Nah, she's got like two more years. No, probably. she could run in 2024. Oh, see, that would be the... Could you imagine AOC primarying Kamala Harris to be president? <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be so sick. That would be... I don't think she'd do it. She wouldn't no. do it to Kamala. She'd do it to Pete. Uh, Pete would kill her. Pete would Yeah, kill Pete her. would have her killed. That's right. Uh, Pete, Pete would do it No, himself. but honestly, if like even if like AOC won and was like the Democratic nominee, she, she could not like, beat the Trump zeitgeist. No, she could not. Uh, yeah. that, unless they ran some someone really yeah like, really disastrously dull like you would have like tom cotton potentially could be the one to undo this because he is less than zero charisma but if they ran anybody else they would win uh we, we're we're projecting too far into the future here mm-hmm. we we have a- ascended into some sort of astral plane and time has lost meaning with what we're looking at right now in 2020 i have some comments i would love to hear them okay trump literally increased his share 
of votes from every minority yeah. group possible and that. women yeah. and every demo except white yeah. men so Woo, we're uncanceled baby let's yeah, go yeah that's right dudes rock okay. we can say it now <laughs> say um, what so it's upsetting there are many reasons for this i am sure democrats suck etc cetera, etc cetera. my theory i know this would only be one very small part of the reason why this is happening but QAnon is very popular with everybody who's not a white man because they literally frame it as like if you care about child trafficking, which like most child trafficking happens to young girls of color. So like mm-hmm. they literally on Twitter and Instagram, they do those like aesthetic save the children style, you know, like just general activist posts, how they're all in like yeah, a fun font pastels and like you can and share them like on your story. QAnon literally does this. I watched a Vox video about it. I it's love good. the Check idea out, of like all my friends sharing this. And it's like you click on the link and it's like, here's 15 Democrats that are eating children and what <laughs> you can do about yeah. it. Yeah. But no, I'm but like, like not that, that not, actually happens. Not too far from the truth. No, like that is the truth basically and i see i saw it a lot we talked about it with wayfair but so much of what was happening with wayfair was all like teenage girls that were doing it and when you watch QAnon protests it's like all minorities it's all women like there are barely any old white men there old white yeah. men definitely believe in QAnon, yeah. but they do it from so their youtube I. channels as we have yeah, determined they, they just with post the people on in 4chan. kingston and they're yeah. just like oh like kingston sleepy or whatever but like Girls are actually going out and being like, I'm at this QAnon rally. And I feel like that might have something to do with it, albeit a small part. Uh, QAnon no, no, is uh, also picking up steam. Like, you had several members of the House now that are QAnon. Like, yes. Like, yeah. like there's like a, heads, we call there's a full, like, Q-tips. over 1% digit of America that is, like, full QAnon believers now. Like, it again, in this Vox video, they were talking about, like, there's multiple pages with over, like, 3 million group members in these Facebook groups, which, like, if you're adding them all together, you have, like, friggin' 3 to 5% of the country is, like, in a QAnon Facebook group. Well, That's we, fucked. We also have to remember that a lot of these, like, group members are not Americans, and that yeah, Q okay, has true. become sort of a global conspiracy that's, that's a whole other episode Although though. My QAnon group that I was a part of did get shut down. Uh, the guy who led it, a guy by the name of Stephen Kelly, claimed that he could do faith healing if you sent him a picture of what area ailed you. Oh my and he God. said, specifically, I specialize in podiatric podiatric treating, which is the feet. So, in one of the most incredible grifts I've ever seen, oh this God. man had people send him his feet and he would make a video of him like basically like co-opting you know meditation and being like oh and like rubbing oh, their God. feet so cool being like here's a healing blessing for you and he claimed he used to work for the cia and that underneath the getty museum in la is a massive city where they just rape children all day oh, oh, no God. underneath the getty museum that's where they keep all the images well <laughs> that's true that's if you get to the center of the child rape city it is the stock <laughs> yeah. photo, <laughs> the stock photo uh, servers that's they're protected so heavily no but do you guys uh, think i have a point here? i think you have I a think really absolutely. really good point do you because think QAnon is part of it of course, QAnon's well, part of it. It's a deciding factor in the American political zeitgeist right now. Yeah, and, and and especially like in this election, where I don't know any stats on this, but I think it's safe to say the vast majority of Americans could not name a single policy position for either candidate. That is probably mm. when, when like this election is completely devoid of any like talk of changing reality materially. Uh, but when they when ask it, voters on exit polls about those issues, like. It was like 72% in, in some areas were saying that they want single-payer pay, health care yes. in places that ended up voting Republican. Well, right. I've seen there's like, so, like mom celebrities on Florida. Twitter 
that I, I remember it was like one of those you know the kind of like the full house women I don't know if it's actually one of them <laughs> but Laughlin? yeah it was someone like jail? that and she was saying like oh I totally believe in climate change and I think we should like totally switch to wind however I will be voting Republican because <laughs> of like uh, like the Democrats are eating babies or whatever yeah. so I was like holy shit so anyway because I saw Hunter Biden's penis covered in M&M's and yeah my, my, I showed it to my children to show them what sickos look like <laughs> and that was the only reason why yeah like when this election is just so completely devoid of policy people latch on to like these conspiracies because again uh it has an explanatory uh, element to it it allows them to understand their reality uh where these politicians just refuse to even pay lip service to like the issues that are have complete control over their lives but yeah but like uh, we we talked about this uh on tuesday but this election is the closest election in 20 years Mm -hmm. trump is the incumbent he has had the helm during mass protests during insane racial injustice to over 200,000 americans dying of covid and the country on the brink of the next great depression (laughs) and and it's still a squeaker for biden like how not only that but this is the highest turnout since 1900 yes that's so perplexing though yeah well like i remember i was reading liberal twitter but they were saying like more people have voted for joe biden this election than have ever voted for any other candidate basically because also the population increases every year well yeah that's that's amazing (laughs) yeah this is the most liberal uh (laughs) population the country has ever had damn man if corona's so bad how come we have more people living here than never before (laughs) (laughs) wow but okay some years turnout is not that good it's kind of impressive like it's definitely impressive that that many people came out and voted like the reason for that though is mail-in ballots and the fact that it's so much easier to vote Mm -hmm. this time around yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, because americans are creatures of convenience and the only thing that they really value is like their own comfort because again they have been giving nothing to fight for for the last 40 years so why would they bother yeah so we see all of these things that are supposed to hand it to the democrats like this is i don't think there's an easier election in the history of america like with the exception of like fdr maybe how how is it this close mm-hmm. like how did the democrats fuck this so badly i i've said it again and again and i understand that they're incompetent and that they most of their incompetence is on purpose because yeah, they thing. don't really care about winning but even still even with that it's mind-boggling how close this is I, I don't even know. I think it's because yeah. people hate Democrats now. Yeah. It used to be you'd hate Republicans and the Democrats were like, oh, I'll vote for them because they seem nice. Mm. But it's like, no, Demo- people realize even that vote Democrats, oh my God, these people fucking suck. Can I yeah. just have anyone, literally anyone? And that's why people like AOC and Rashida Taleb and Ilan Omar and Ayanna Presley win these massive landslides in local yeah. elections because they're actually offering something not only to their fucking constituents but to the rest of the fucking country by saying here's what I'm doing locally here's what I'm offering and advocating for on a larger scale yeah. it's like no and people wonder oh they, they the squad won because uh, Hillary paved the way for them it's like no that's not the fucking case yeah. the mm. squad won because each of them has a very clear view of what American politics could be yeah. and articulate that exactly and they understand that based on the resources that this country has because it is still the fucking richest country in the world that it doesn't have to be arrayed the way it is Mm. and it's like that the democratic party also knows this because Mm -hmm. they're getting donations from uh for instance andrew cuomo his biggest donor 
is a CEO of a company called Vornado, which I thought was a deviant art thing. <laughs> and he was like so thrilled that there were like Republican gains in New York State. It's like they know how this fucking country works because they're receiving billions of dollars worth of donations from all these fucking private equity freaks and mm-hmm. like, you know, Peter Thiel style, like child killing vampires. And it's like, oh, they're just like, oh, no, this is good, though. We're not. Why would we stop? We're making money. <laughs> like Politics is a business, not a service. Yeah. It's not a public service. It's a private business. Mm-hmm. And once people realize that, they can then be like, oh, I see. Yeah. Me voting doesn't fucking mean a square to piss because it's I, all going to the same I think people. that's exactly it is that like uh, the reason why we like I just had this whole list of reasons why Biden should have painted the whole lower 48 blue. But he didn't because politics is not about actual material reality no uh it hasn't been for some time god knows when it was but it makes me so sad that the exit polls show that people want socialist policies and then all those people vote republican well yeah because like it makes my brain the the democrats Democrats aren't offering offering it i know they're not even talking about it in fact the democrats have been the most even more so than the republicans because the republicans are like we'll never be socialist people believe that yeah but people understand the democrats actually could take this and they're so frustrated because they're saying no we'll never be socialist nancy pelosi that anyways uh she was like we're a capitalist country we're always gonna be capitalists and i think people are she was talking to a mailbox yeah at that time (laughs) yeah at this like people are so frustrated because the democrats should be for them they don't expect the republicans to be socialists even if they want socialist policies they know, like, I'm not getting it from these fucking people. But the Democrats are, like, so But they much vote worse. for them anyway. Why would you? I would, it doesn't matter. Because, they, like, like, they know that they're never going to get that from these parties. It's like you, so why not just vote for the guy who's funny? And also punish the Democrats. Yeah. I, because you're trying to make them learn. I, yeah, what I, I feel like what makes me sad is that say you're not in the Trump fan club because, like, not everyone who voted Republican, obviously, is, oh, like, going sure. around with MAGA flags all the time. And, like, say i don't know you're just like a regular person in america and you sort of want socialist policies and like you don't know like what why vote republican literally why i don't because know because what like on a grand scale what we're looking at is here are your options would you like to vote for bart simpson or martin prince martin prince i don't know baby. who martin prince is he, the the fat nerdy guy <laughs> yeah. from the simpsons i've never seen the simpsons <laughs> oh my Put god a sprig of mint in your shoe yeah like Walking do with refreshment. like do you want like some studious Know it all. It's it's like Lisa Simpson. Versus, yeah, Lisa, it's Lisa Simpson. versus Bart. Yeah, you Lisa have, Bart. You have like yeah. the girl boss. Yeah, Lisa's cool and smart though. See, no, she's not. I don't. But no one that. likes Lisa. <laughs> That's the thing. There's People, no Lisa lunchboxes. Lisa's character arc is specifically that she's like. She's right, but she is just the most insufferable person. And in the yeah. good episodes. And no she, one likes to be around her. And in the episodes where she has growth, she's like, oh, yeah, I should probably not be a piece of shit to my family and like show them a bit of tolerance and understanding which the democrats will never learn i feel like no. a lot of I, I don't know the u.s seems to be like people that are pretty pro-socialism now but and then the people that are absolutely terrified of the word socialism at all even if they want those policies which makes yeah. me sad it, and i feel like the the attack of red baiting ads yeah. about joe biden like being a socialist from the republican party <laughs> so are just like they worked and that's shitty i don't know it's so it's so sad going looping back around to QAnon, the only there's a new 
possible way for the Republicans to win in 2024 uh, outside of the Trump option, uh, Operation Gladio Orange, as we're calling it. looks mm. much better in text, admittedly, or just Gladio 2 lost in New York. But yeah. outside of that, they could channel the QAnon craze with all these uh, teens, you know, posting on TikTok by putting the first ever GOP TikTok house together, supervised, Ooh. of course, by Representative Jim Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, oh, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. <laughs> the Joe Pater- the guy who found the dead guy in the Japanese forest. What's oh his God. name? Hi. Logan Paul. Logan or, Paul. Or yeah. The other Paul. I don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm Jake Paul. I'm ready know. for President Logan Paul. Hear, hear me out. Jim Jordan presents the Joe Paterno adult TikTok house, <laughs> <laughs> where you have two adults living with all these QAnon TikTok teens, and they're going to channel their young energy. They're going to groom them for success, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Logan Paul is such a fucking anyway. All right, let's let's not slander shit. the Pauls. The Pauls are our biggest Patreon Nuh-uh. backers. They, yeah, they donate three million dollars cumulatively <laughs> a month to our Patreon, and that mas- mostly pays uh, Jesse's stipend. That is true. I actually have an appearance fee for everything we do here at CFRC. How I charge long? five thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> How long are we going to joke about having a Patreon? And are we just going to like never will, make one? No, and then no, every episode we talk about our Patreon. We'll make Everyone, one when we need to cover our uh, lawsuits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone who listens to this show is poor as shit and that's why we love them they're all either union members shouts out to the what is it lush was that the union that chance was oh, talking yeah, to? yeah, yeah. genuinely shouts out very cool that fucking rocks you guys uh, i i beg you yeah you guys work so hard i know every time i walk into your goddamn store i'm obviously a boyfriend who does not want to <laughs> be there and they're like have you tried our bath bombs of course i haven't please stop making eye contact with me yeah. what i'm saying is you're doing a good job absolutely but stop doing it and, your job so well and with the holidays and covid occurring at the same time uh i just i do just want to re- wish all our retail workers out there yeah genuinely the best luck also shouts out to the kitchen workers that i know listen to this you guys are my fucking homies i love you now on one final uh, note poor lush employees wearing a mask while their shifts yes. are on and all the dust from the bath bombs gets under it and then they're like breathing systems you are just gonna stop working railed a line of bath bomb dust that shit keeps you going that's how they survive <laughs> i have it on good authority uh so, so the whippets of the bath uh, industry it's very f- cool final note for today uh once again want to uh just boost this this is something we talked about during the live stream but this sunday so sunday yes yeah, sunday november yeah. 8th there is a uh, blm solidarity vigil and rally in memory of anthony ouse that's going to be occurring at market square around 4 p.m there will be social distancing policies enforced Mm -hmm. as well to make it as safe as possible the only way these kind of progressive meaningful movements uh sustain themselves is with actual grassroots support so if you want to get involved let let me be clear this matters so much more than this election literally any almost anything else we talk about anything even federally really isn't going to do all that much or matter all that much in the long run but what you do in your community echoes for generations to come within that community so you could always be known as the naked bike guy as i am in yeah. my home city i could always be known as uh yeah the guy who can't hit a fucking statue of sir john a mcdonald with an egg from 10 feet away as i am known <laughs> so you could join up but on a serious note solidarity for any kind of rally of this nature specifically with the organizers who are uh, people of color it's the same group that organized the original kind of rally they had in skeleton park Yes, yeah. right around the start of the yeah, that seems like a lifetime ago rallies in the United States, uh, the Black Luck Collective, uh, in association with Defund YGK, which is a uh, anti an agency dedicated to reallocating funds from Kingston's overpaid police force towards social justice and social housing mm-hmm. initiatives. 
Uh, so those are the organizers, and we would love to have as many people there as possible to show support. Uh, if you know us and you want to say hello, that's always obviously appreciated. If not, social distancing, cool, do your thing. But we'd love to have as many people there as possible to make a strong statement about, well, solidarity with racialized people, people that have been targeted historically and currently by the police and their white supremacist practices. So we hope to see as many people there as possible. That's my piece. Before we go, I do want to share my prediction. Uh, Jesse believes that uh, our dear orange leader is going to get domed uh, in the middle of Times Square. Megan, I don't know. Did you have, do you have a, like a prediction for uh, this election here? I, I feel like hopefully, knock on wood, Biden's going to win. And then uh, <laughs> I did see a funny thing that uh, Trump was going to go private on Twitter and then <laughs> just, yeah. just have all his fans gonna, in his He's going to black zone. avatar. Yeah. Uh, and that will be very funny. And I think everyone will continue to be extremely racist and that's upsetting. So yeah, I, am going to be optimistic i'm going to say it's going to be best of both worlds both parties win biden gets to 270 wins the electoral college wins the popular vote bully for him trump calls on the gop i think they actually will allow him to steal it because yeah like they've got everything they want but like yeah what do they got to lose for it from him being in there another four years to, to continue drum up this culture war uh, stuff the dignity what happened to decent republicans dean oh shit i forgot about the dignity let's say they put dignity aside so trump steals this from biden despite biden having 270 electoral college votes and both sides win trump gets to continue to be president gets to win uh gets to continue talking about lady gaga during all of his rallies and then the democrat biden wins in that he gets to die uh peacefully in his sleep days later uh and the democrats win uh, because they get the moral victory. They, like, they get exactly what they need, uh, which is to have won both the popular and the electoral college, uh, be indignant about this. But they're, they're going to stomp around uh, a- along the Washington Mall for a couple weeks and then, you know, get bored and go home and fall asleep for another four years. But they get to be right and they get to yell at chuds on Twitter about like, well, actually Biden should have won, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but like, you know, we, we respect uh, the system too much. So we're not going to like actually try to change anything. All of their, uh, you know, big wigs, Pelosi and whatnot can use this as fuel to fund as much like media dumbass careers as they could possibly imagine. They can continue to strip the copper out of the country. It's like it's actually beautiful in like how everyone benefits except for, of course, people who do not make millions and millions of dollars working in politics. See, the grand unifying point, because this Joe Biden is essentially a promise to return to 2008. And we've seen things like Borat, too, and like all these cultural signifiers from 12 fucking years ago. Megan, near the top of the show, you mentioned Spike TV. (laughs) <laughs> Let me pitch this to you. <laughs> Spike TV will be the grand unifier that brings this country together. Okay. You have 2008. You have Joe Biden saying, you know, we do need a network for men so we can, we can teach him the right way. And then Trump <laughs> saying, this is the net. No more pussy shit. This is the network. And like they're, they're going to have Spike as this grand of like I bridge between that. half the programming is going to be yeah. pros versus Joe's and uh, pros versus one Joe. That's right. Joe Biden. And it's just going to be <laughs> Joe Biden. And he's going to be doing pros all night. <laughs> they're going to have the senile hour. And then the rest of it is going to be commercials for like boobs. And there's going to be shows about all of Trump's enemies and how much he hates them. Mm. And it's, it's going to be perfect. We're going to go back to 2008, but we're going to have the knowledge of 2020. 
And yeah, it's, it's going to be like so the logo wonderful. is it's a, a donkey and an elephant and they're sharing a, a Bud Light together. Isn't yeah. that beautiful? Or it's like the, the elephant is holding a stripper pole with its its uh, trunk and it's got big fucking honkers out. And then, oh. and then the donkey is there like pulling putting money onto the thing and it's like, oh, perfect, because now it's a party and a show for dudes. This is so I get perfect. It. Yeah. So we're, we're going to get the perfect – we're going to get the – American instrumentality project, but instead of the third impact from Evangelion, it's just Spike TV. Yeah. And it's going to transform the world. And we're I, bringing four locos back. Oh, that's the thing. Okay. So, yeah, Spike TV. And from Spike TV, they realize, okay, we need to go a bit further. They bring back four loco. Yep. Uh, Four Loco has the new has the original recipe and it kills off anyone undeserving of living in this American <laughs> empire. So now you have like the American Caliphate run by the Republicans but supported by the Democrats. Charlie Sheen becomes governor of California. That's right. The country gets split in half. Joe Biden becomes a Morton Joe Biden. I need to cut you guys off. Uh, already. Thank you for listening, everybody. Support Spike TV on Patreon. She, <laughs> she's yelling at us because she doesn't want to hear the truth. That's right. I'm being silenced for my beliefs. <laughs>